Hello, I'm back recording another podcast. It's been a while. I've gotten really bad at this whole consistency thing. Like, I've just got a lot going on. So, we're just going to ignore the fact that I don't post these regularly anymore. And I can't wait to get back to doing that once summer break starts because then I'll have more time. And I'm going to say that now and then it's not going to be regular, but whatever. We're just going to get over it. Today I'm going to come in here, though, and I'm going to talk about healing um, because I feel like it's been something that's been on my mind for a while recently, and it's something that I've kind of struggled with but built upon and something that I think I've kind of got down, but, you know, as soon as I say that, something's going to happen and I'm going to, like, not have healing down, but I thought that maybe I could come on here and talk about my own experiences with that and, like, how I've struggled with it, how I've overcome things, um, kind of as like one motivation, two recommendation, and three just kind of something that people can look to and kind of see that, oh, there is a light at the end of the tunnel, wow words, because sometimes it doesn't feel like that. I know I've definitely been in situations where I feel like I'm never going to heal from something, and yeah, I mean like sometimes you'll be hit with something and you'll be wounded and it'll scar over and you'll have a scar, right? Sometimes it's not completely going to heal and you're not going to know that you had once been hurt there before, but I truly do think that there is a good, not, I wouldn't say system, system is a bad word for it, but I think that there are really good coping mechanisms for healing um, and ways to get through it that go beyond just telling somebody to go read the Bible and pray which those are wonderful things, but sometimes we don't really elaborate on that to where it might actually be able to help people. So I'm going to kind of talk about that and talk about my own experiences in life through that. Starting out with the fact like obviously to heal like and have to heal from something, you have to have something happen to you. Um, Something has to, like I said before, like wound you. And so uh, Let's, I'm going to use some examples in my life that I have, like, been wounded by. There have been a few uh, kind of, like, hit hard moments in my life where I've, like, gone through something for a long period of time and had to, like, really hardcore work through. And then there have been some, like, little things in my life that's kind of, like, bruised me and I got over and whatnot. But I'm truly going to use some big things. I'm going to use some little things. Kind of tie them all together as much as I can and then kind of talk about what has come out of that that has been good, how I've seen God move in that, and uh, how I truly think that I can relate to people in specific ways, uh, that's just kind of cool. For starters, I'm going to say that the first thing that I'm truly going to use when I talk about healing is I had this like year-long period of my life where I felt absolutely defeated. Like I had a relationship with Christ. I was building my relationship back with Christ. It was like wonderful to that extent but like from the beginning of 2021 till the end of 2021 like the beginning of 2022 like my life like I truly believe my life sucked like that's what I had in my head like it truly was such a difficult time for me but I looked at it like absolute rock bottom and little did I know like worse things were gonna happen in my life but I'll explain it a little bit, debrief it, and then I'm going to talk about how I got through it, how I wish that I would have done things differently, and then, like, we're going to move on with another stage of my life. So that whole year kind of really sucked because I was dealing with, like, relationship issues, friendship issues, school issues, 
parent relationship issues, relationship with my brother issues. I felt like I had no friends. Like, it was just a long year, you know? And I started out that year in a relationship with this guy, and it didn't end up being very healthy, and it ended on, like, a really, really rough note. Um, And then Caitlin was in her rebel era for a little bit. And then uh, I cleaned my life up, built back my relationship with Christ, and that was really a good stronghold for me. But school still sucked. Sports still sucked. My friendships still sucked so bad. My mom would, like, get so frustrated with me for saying sucked that many times but that's like one of the only words that I feel like I could use but she looks at it as like a like a bad word but anyways I just did like that's the only word I can use to describe it it sucked that you're sucked and so um at the beginning of 2022 I really started to kind of pick up my life a little bit more and be like look you can't just sit here and dwell on the fact that everything seems like it sucks right now because let's be so honest Caitlin like it doesn't you know And there are moments in our life where things, yeah, they do suck. But I would say the first mistake in healing when it comes to that is looking at everything with a pessimistic view. Like, oh, glass is very much half empty kind of thing. Which I've totally talked about here on this podcast before. But, like, it is so real that that just, like, totally ruins the concept. And, like, I don't even know what the word would be. But, like, the process. The process of healing. That really just slows it down. And so that's where I was, like, my process of healing sucked so bad because I just wasn't even trying. Like, I was just sitting in my room, disappointed, crying, like, oh, like, why, Lord? Why, Lord? Like, why, God? Why why is this going on? And that's another very strong mistake because you never question what the Lord is doing. Like, he's doing something. And, you know, it's, it's fine to ask him and just be like, Lord, I just don't understand what you're doing right now. And I'd really love if you would kind of, like give me some insight on that. I know that you're doing like all works come together for the good of God, right? Like everything that you are doing is for the good of me and my life, but I just don't understand. But that, that wasn't my case. It was like me seriously sitting down and just being like, why God? Like, why? Like, I don't understand why you're doing this to me. And it's really annoying. I wish you would stop kind of thing. Right. And that's just not healthy for any relationship. You never really sit down with anybody and just be like, like, why, what's going on? Like, I don't trust you. Stop acting like this kind of thing. Like that was my relationship with God. And so that kind of was ruining my healing as well, because I wasn't trusting God's plan for me. I had a relationship with the Lord. I was doing everything that somebody would do to have a relationship with the Lord. And I was truly following Jesus, but I wasn't like believing in his power and righteousness and healing. So it just kind of really was difficult for me. I would say when I started to pick it up, I kind of realized that I can't just look at my life like everything is so horrible and I've got to figure it out. Like there was a moment in time where I sat to myself and I was just like, Caitlin, you are the reason that everything feels like it sucks right now. Like you are making yourself feel that way. You've been out of this toxic relationship for a good six months now. You are cleaning your friendships up, and the Lord has given you wonderful friends to replace those ugly friendships. Your grades are good. Sports are fine. The sports that weren't fun for you to, like, be involved in, like, the season is over, and you never have to play that again kind of thing, like, if you don't want to. And so... 
I was truly getting to a point in my life where I was like, Caitlin, like you sulking in this disappointment and like the wounds that you have had is truly what's dragging it out. It's like picking at a scab. Like it's never going to go away if you don't just like stop and let it heal, right? And that's where I was at. So I truly did look at myself in the mirror and I was like, look, like we're going to pick this up, Caitlin. You're going to stop looking at everything like it sucks. You're going to stop treating everyone around you like the world is ending and everything is horrible, right? And my mom looked at me one time and she was just like, Caitlin, your life is not horrible. Like, it's not bad. You're making yourself feel like it is. And so, honestly, healing to a certain extent is absolutely a mind game. Like, you have to get yourself to the situation and the circumstance and the place to be like, yeah, life might seem like it sucks, but one, there is a bright side. Two, there's always a way out. And three, God is working in your life whether you see it or not. Whether you believe it, whether you understand it, whether you are even paying attention to the work that God might be doing in your life, he is working for the great or good of your life, right? So I did. I had to pick myself up and be like, you know what? My mom is right. I'm right. Like, God is right. Like, you just can't be looking at yourself like everything is so horrible all the time. You got to pick it up, you know? Like, the first step to any type of healing, especially in my life, has been absolute mindset. Like, I can't sit and dwell in it, then it's not going to get better kind of thing. But you can't shove it down and ignore it. Like, you've got to meet in the middle. So truly in that way, like, for me, something that has truly helped me in healing a lot is, like, looking dead at the thing that is totally, like, taking me down and, like, taking it out right back, you know? I don't know if that makes sense, but what I'm trying to say is, like, confronting the issue. Like, truly facing it head on and being like, look, I know this sucks right now, but I'm going to look dead at this problem and I'm going to figure it out. You know, because shoving it down never helped anyone. You can't just ignore problems going on in your life and expect them to get better. That's truly not how it works. And I've seen people do that in my life who are going through the same thing that I've gone through and they shove it down and they try to ignore it. They try to distract themselves. Like it's not a smart way to go, you know, and especially highlighting the whole distracting side of it. It could be anything that you're distracting yourself with. It could be a friendship. It could be a relationship, girlfriend or boyfriend. It could be alcohol. It could be drugs. For all I care, it could be anything, right? But it's just not a smart way to go because let's be so honest, all of those things are tangible, are they not? Like at the end of the day, no friendship no relationship, no substance are going to guarantee help and healing. And none of those things are guaranteed. So what are you going to do when that friend walks out the door? What are you going to do when that relationship isn't what you actually thought it was and it ends and you don't have that person anymore? What are you going to do when you rub out, run out of the substance that you are like so-called living off of, right? So at the end of the day, are distractions good for you at all? Are they going to help you in your healing? No. Now, I will say a community and like friendships are so good for helping you heal, but you taking that friendship and totally like ignoring the problem is not going to help. There's no point in the community then. Like if you're not going to use these things and not like use, but you're not going to use these things to your advantage and like see how there are people out there that are willing to help you and you're going to completely ignore it. Or, even worse, you're going to build your entire foundation of healing on that one person. Like, you're going to realize so quickly that not everything is, like, 
completely reliant other than God, right? Like, you're not always going to wake up the next morning and that friend's going to be there or the relationship or any type of substance. Like, that's not always guaranteed, you know? The only thing that's guaranteed is God and God being by your side, you know? But, like, there are some instances where, yeah, a community with healing is so wonderful and that is so true. But you can't build your foundation of healing on that community. Like, does that make sense? Let me put it in, like, words that might make more sense if I, like, put it in a situation. Let's say that something really, really difficult happens in your life. Um, We'll use a rebound situation. Let's say that you are in a really long relationship, right? We'll go, like, five years, right? This is just something I'm totally pulling out of nowhere. But you were in this really, really long relationship for five years, and it was super, super, like, wonderful and then it just got really dirty right you broke up five years of your life is gone you're really disappointed you've never really like you don't remember what it's like to not be in a relationship you don't remember what it's like to not have somebody to lean on all the time so boom rebound right you totally see another guy or girl walking across the street and you're like you know what i want them i'm not gonna heal over this thing i'm just gonna get into another relationship it'll be fine i won't be alone i don't have to worry about what it's like to not have that relationship anymore, you know? But, like, let's be so honest. When have rebounds ever worked? I'm waiting. Like, literally, I don't think I've ever seen a situation where a rebound was a good thing. Like, that, like, it's so true. Like, everything that I've seen when somebody gets out of a relationship like that or is going through anything like that that's difficult or hard... And then they totally just, like, flip the switch, go for another one, and it, like, works out, right? Like, if you have, please let me know. Text me or something and prove me wrong. I I would love to be proved wrong in this. But, like, I'm being so for real. Like, I've never seen a rebound work out like that. So what I'm truly trying to say on this is, like, a distraction and a rebound and building your foundation of healing or ignoring it. And, like, it's just, it's very sensitive in a kind of way another way is like going through something for such a long period of time that you just can't get over it so you end up getting into this relationship or having this addiction and you kind of just totally base all of your healing on that relationship or the situation not the situation or the substance or like addiction like that's not going to help you at the end of the day because when you and that person break up or when you run out of whatever substance or addiction you had, you can't, like, do anything with that anymore, if you understand what I'm trying to say. Like, what are you going to do then, right? Another example I would say is, like, you were in a relationship or, no, we're going to stray off of that line a little bit. Let's say that something happened that was really hard for you. Um, and maybe you lost a family member. Let's say that, like, your, one of your parents passed away. That's just such a dark situation. But anyways, say that somebody close to you passed away, correct? Like, it couldn't be, it doesn't have to be parents. It could be a friend. It could be a family member. It could be a dog. Like, it truly could be anything. You lost something that was very, very important to you. And so you're dealing with this. It's a complete struggle for you. And then... You start talking to this person and you end up building a relationship with them. But half of the building a relationship with them is truly just they have become your foundation of healing. Let's keep in mind, people are completely tangible. 
like we can touch them we can hold them but they can also disappear like they can walk straight out of your life correct you know so like taking that broken situation of losing someone or something and then putting it upon somebody else and kind of using that as your healing factor, you'll learn very quickly that when that person walks out of the door or something happens and it's not what you truly thought it was, like, you're going to be right back at square one. But it's going to be a whole double whammy because not only are you going to be struggling with the first thing that you built a foundation on of healing on that person, you're going to be trying to recover from losing that person as well. So there are just a lot of different situations where brokenness can totally be distracted and like multiplied. And so I would say like, first of all, when it comes to healing, obviously build your foundation of healing on Jesus Christ. And I'm, I'm going to get into that on how to do so because I was told that from a very young age, like, you know, depend on the Lord for your healing. Like, don't look into much other else. Like, the Lord's the only thing that you could truly trust all the time, right? But then I'm so young and my parents are telling me and my grandparents are telling me, my, fan, my friends, my family, my church is telling me, like, build your foundation on Jesus Christ. But, like, little Caitlin is like, well, what does that even mean? How do I do that? Like, somebody please help and explain to me. I will get to that because I've been in that situation where it's really hard to tell sometimes. And being told, like, oh, go pray is, like, not as helpful as somebody might say it is. So, yes. But, like, truly, building your foundation of healing on something tangible is never a good idea because they are not guaranteed. Like, nothing is guaranteed other than the love from Christ himself. Am I wrong? I've seen it so many times, and I've seen it in my own life, too, where something would happen, something would go down, and it would be really difficult, and... uh, I or somebody else would totally build their foundation of healing on somebody else. And so it wouldn't even be them healing from it and growing in themselves. It would be like totally putting it on another person, using them for stabilization. And then when that person walks out of the door, not only have they lost that relationship, but they've lost that foundation of healing. So it's like, you've just totally been stabbed, right? Like, you're back to square one. You've picked the scab, and you've totally stabbed it again, right? So, it's just become this difficult thing. And so, that's why, like, first, like, above everything else, I would just say, like, don't, not even throw your problems on other people, because that's what we have community for, and that's what a church is. It's a group of people who you can go to rely on and build a relationship with with Christ you know that's what it is but like it's also an extent to where you have to build your own healing on your own in a relationship with Jesus Christ on your own the community your community cannot be your relationship with Christ it has to be your own it's like one of those situations your healing cannot be based on the people that you're around it has to be based on your own healing you know and within yourself and what you have gone through personally and you can't just throw that onto somebody else and kind of use them as your stabilizer your walker your crutches like that's not what it can be like you have to kind of figure that out on your own in a sort of way but do it with God if that makes sense so another situation where I feel like I can build this into is 
if you're not aware, I do talk about it because it ha- is something that I've gone through that's really difficult and it is something that needs to be brought to light. It's like I did lose my best friend in October of 2022 to suicide and that is horrific. Like, I just don't recommend going through that. Not that you can help it, but you know what I mean. Like, oh, so horrible, so traumatic, so difficult, right? And so, it was totally one of those things where it's like, this is never going to get better. Like, I shut down. I lost all sense of social anxiety that I had. I don't know how to talk to people anymore. I struggle with social situations. I get really sensitive about things that people say. Joking around about any sort of death absolutely makes me lose my mind. Jokes that my family makes, my brother makes about something super silly or like people joking around with other people's feelings or any sort of bullying or teasing totally throws me off. And any like songs that talk about death, songs that talk about suicide, losing friends, any sort of, any sort of conversation like that while wow, English like, totally sets me off, and so it's something that I truly have had to dig deep and, like, work on, not only by myself, but with people around me, not depending on people around me to deal with it, but, like, work on it with people. For example, like, social anxiety and talking to people and going to public places and having conversations have been so, so, so difficult for me. Because there was a time when after my friend passed away, I was totally shut down. I did not speak to people. I kept to myself. I was dealing with my own crap. And, like, I truly just forgot how to talk to people. At the same time, I've talked to this, talk about this to people before. And they didn't really understand what I was saying. So I'm going to try and make it make sense. But I don't know if it will. But for a while after my friend passed away, um, when I would be walking into school and I would be talking to my friends or anything, like, I would feel like I'm in this bubble, if that makes sense. Like, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, I would be having a conversation with somebody and uh, I had just lost my best friend. I felt like a piece of me was absolutely gone. And I just felt so spaced out from everybody for like a good month and a half, maybe two months, I would say. Yeah, two months where not only was I out of it, but I just felt so far away and so far from everybody else that was around me. And I feel like people tiptoed around me and they'd try to be careful about what they say. Like I might like crack or something and shatter and right in front of their face. Like it was one of those things where if they put water on me, I'd melt like That's how I felt. Like, people were tiptoeing around me all the time. I felt like I was in this bubble that was easily popped, and I felt so behind everybody else, you know? And so, finally, when I started to feel like I wasn't in that bubble anymore, I felt so behind in everything. Not only did I feel like I was totally losing my mind in school, because my grades did absolutely plummet after my friend passed. Like, I got them back up. It was all fine at the end of the day. But I didn't do a single, like, piece of homework or schoolwork, I would say, for a month. Which is so horrible, especially junior year. Like, I literally did nothing. And a lot of my really, really close friends go to Gov school. And so, not only did I just feel like I was 
totally out of it, but I felt so stupid. And sometimes I still feel that way. I feel so behind and I feel dumb, which is truly just not even fair. Not to myself, not to my worth ethic, like nothing that I've truly ever accomplished. It's not fair. And so that is something I've had to work on. But I would say after that month or two months where I was completely out of it, I didn't do like any schoolwork and I was in this bubble, I truly just felt so dumb and behind. It wasn't my friend's fault that they were like in gov school and talking to me about everything that they're going through right now and school-wise and all these things that they're learning and their internships and whatever, whatnot. I didn't have anything to do with that, truly. It was just the fact that like I felt so behind in life in general, I felt stupid. So like a way that I could describe it is after my friend passed away, I felt like I just had to like start over in life pretty much. Like he passed away. I went through school. Like the first time I walked through the hallways, I felt like I was doing everything for the first time. Like I, I felt like I was a child that had to learn how to walk again. Like that's how difficult it was for me. And so when my friends are up and sprinting and doing all of these cool things, I felt like I was still having to learn how to walk. And it was literally so difficult for me that six months later, I guess it is now, like, I still feel affected by that. I still feel like I have just learned how to walk and my friends are full on sprinting, doing flips and jumping all over and everything. Like, that's how I, I just feel so behind. And there, there truly is nothing wrong with that because sometimes healing needs to be taken slow like that. But like, I've just had to look at myself, pick myself off the ground and like remind myself that like, Caitlin, you just went through a heart shattering, life changing situation. And yeah, your life is not the same than the people around you. Um, in a lot of ways, because they weren't close to your friend like that. They didn't lose a friend like that. Yeah. His passing affected everyone in our school like you could tell there was a tone that had shifted when you would walk through the building after that happened and it still feels that way and it especially feels that way in my heart because I lost a piece of me when my friend passed away you know but it's like there's a certain extent to where you have to realize that like people are gonna move on people are gonna move forward they're not going to have to carry the weight that you carried or you do still carry. And it's going to come to a point where, Caitlin, you're just going to have to try and move on too. And by no means do I mean, like, move on from, like, remembering the life of my friend or, like, dealing with that, picking myself off the floor. Like, that's not what I mean whatsoever because there are still days where I break down and I sob six months later, like, oh, like, why did I have to lose him, right? But I just mean, like, in general, like, life is going to move on and I can't sit and sulk in what I've lost. I've got to find a way to look at the beauty of the situation and work to make sure that it doesn't happen around me again. Like, do everything I can to spread kindness and spread the love of Jesus Christ and make sure people know that they are wanted on this earth so that I do not have to deal with that again. I have to move on. I have to do what my friend Walker would have wanted me to do. And that is absolutely live my life. Not only for me, not only for Christ, but for him as well, you know? So healing has become something that I so closely resonate with. Is that the right word? I don't know if that's the right word. 
that like so closely hits home especially currently because it is something that I've had to work on like right now but like going through this healing you have to like kind of learn multiple things and I'm just gonna like outright state multiple things that I have learned in my healing and maybe I'll talk through some a little bit I don't really want to make this go over like 35 minutes I know I've been talking for a while but like this truly is something that I know so many people struggle with and the fact that I struggle with it not only makes me want to work harder to get over it but like I want to help other people understand that one they're not alone and two they can get through it first and foremost like I would say like have patience because sometimes what you're going through and what you've been hurt by isn't gonna heal over one week time period maybe not even six months maybe not even a year it could be years and you're still dealing with the same thing just have patience trust in the Lord with that like understand that there is a plan for this and there is something good that's gonna come out of it like I promise you with everything difficult going on in your life there is something gonna come like something is gonna come out of it and not only is something gonna come out of it like there's something that is gonna be good about it like you're gonna look back on it and be like oh yes like something did come out of that and for me personally I would say that like with everything that I've dealt with with a horrible toxic relationship with horrible friendships, with really difficult situations, I get to look back on that and be like, yeah, wow, that sucked. But because of these, I have had the situation, I've had the, what is even the word? I've had the opportunity to open myself up to new friendships, find new people, have this new friend group of people that love me for who I am. They're not toxic, they're not mean, and they're gonna sit with me every step of the way and help me go through the things that I've had to go through. And so, yeah, I've been through a situation in my life where everything sucked and it felt like I was never going to find good friends. I was never going to find a good relationship. I was never going to get out of this pit of, oh, yeah, like I feel like everyone hates me. But now I get to look back and be like, that's not true because I have such a good, strong, like, group of six or seven girls that, like, truly get me, truly love me, and truly want to help me get through things that I'm struggling with. That is completely and utterly like such a blessing from God himself in addition to that I would say when it comes to healing don't build your foundation on healing of healing on somebody else because you never know when that person's gonna walk out the door or if that person's just not gonna be able to handle it anymore building a foundation of healing between you and Jesus Christ and you and yourself is so important and I'm going to kind of talk about how I've done that. Personally, it's been hard to sit there and just have somebody tell you like, oh yeah, like talk to God about it, just go pray because sometimes you just don't know how to do that. And so I would say like when you're struggling with something like that and need help with healing, write it down, like write a letter to Jesus about it. Like that sounds so simple and it might sound so stupid, but I'm so, I'm, I'm like, I'm being so serious because that is sometimes what it takes. Sit down and just totally unpack it and tell God about it. As I sit here and I talk to this computer and microphone about all these things going on in my life, I pretty much just talk to air. I know that people listen to it, but like 
sometimes you just need to sit down and just talk to God about it. That might be sitting down and talking to a mirror and be like, look, God, like this is what's going on in my life. And just truly just talking to air or writing it down or sitting on your hands and knees, like just eyes closed, praying to the Lord, like this is what's going on in my life. Telling him about it, updating him about it, like just speaking to God himself sometimes is all that you need. Two, finding a passage of the Bible. And I don't mean like an entire book of the Bible. I don't mean like, oh yeah, go through the entire Psalms and be like, yeah, that's my healing book. Pick a passage. Maybe it's one chapter in the Bible or just one simple, like maybe it's five verses in the Bible and just totally working on that, unpacking that, seeing how it resonates with the situation that you're going through and truly just dig into that, I guess. It's one way that I've been able to kind of like rely on a passage in the Bible and relying on a passage in the Bible is just another way of relying on God himself because everything that is the Bible is words that are coming from God himself. So you're just relying on the Lord. And and that's such a simple way to do it too. For me personally, Matthew 6, 25 through 34 is something that I totally lean on all the time. Do not be worried about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. It is literally like such a word, you know, and that I totally recommend going through and unpacking that passage. It's a good, what, 10 verses that are just so wonderful. Like seriously, just find three to 15 verses that are in one passage and totally go through it, pick through it, read through it, and then just study it for a good week. That's one way that I've kind of found an easy way to heal and kind of build a foundation on something that's not a friend or an item or a substance or an addiction kind of thing, you know? With that, like, find a community of people who love the Lord as well, who you can talk to, who understand. Find somebody who understands and talk to them about it. Don't build your foundation of healing on the fact they've done it too or gone through it too. Don't build your foundation of healing on that person because they make you happy. Like, no, sit down with somebody, unpack it, and talk through it because, like, sometimes you don't even know how helpful that can be right? And so at the end of the day, like I would say to kind of summarize this entire thing up, one, everybody goes through crap. It happens. Life sucks sometimes. But like, look at the optimistic side of it. See the glass half full. Like that is seriously so important. See that there are things to live for, things that are going to get better. There are good things in life. There are good things coming out of the situations that you are in. To be patient in the process of healing. Like sometimes it is going to, you're going to get over it real quick and other times you're not going to and just trust the Lord in that. And three, finally, like totally speak to the Lord about it. Find situations where like you are totally building, like that's the only way I really know how to put it. Build your foundation of healing on Christ alone because it is so easy to get caught up on, oh, this makes me happy. Like, I'm going to just use this to get over it. But like, no, like 
Build it on the Lord because the Lord isn't tangible and he's not going to go away. He's not going to walk out of the door, you know. He's not going to disappear. He's not going to give up on you. He's not going to push your limits or boundaries. Like, he's not going to make you uncomfortable. Like, build your foundation on Christ alone in healing and it will get better. You will heal from things and it might scar over and it might be something that you have to deal with for the rest of your life remembrance-wise, but you will get through it and things will come out of it that are good. I promise, because I've been through it, I'm going through it right now, um, and just know there are people out there that do want to help you, and do want to sit there and listen to you, other than that, yeah, hope you guys enjoyed this, because it's something that I've wanted to talk about for a while, but also when I talk, like, I just forget that I'm talking about certain things, and I don't know if my words make sense, so, yeah, love, L love you guys, <laughs> bye.